0: Hello and welcome to this IDC special edition Tech Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Meyer. I'm the general manager for Research at IDC Europe, and I'm joined here today by Carla, Shana, and Filippo. Who will give you some insights in uh, into the infrastructure considerations for SAP S four HANA migration. So, Carla, maybe let me get to, to come to you first. What does the SAP S four migration entail from infrastructure and cloud perspective?
1: Well, the infrastructure decisions that customers need to make. Um, in conjunction with their S4HANA migration are going to be critical decisions for the success of the migration projects. And customers basically have four choices of uh, what they can do. So first, they can continue to run their SAP workloads on-prem um, as they are currently doing. And our research indicates that about one-third of organization is planning to do that. Um, The second choice they have is that they can move to the HANA Enterprise Cloud, which is hosted either by SAP or by SAP's partners. Um, The third choice um, that customers have is to migrate their SAP workloads to a hyperscale cloud platform, which is one um, market that is heating up at the moment. Um, We see the hyperscalers competing um, very fiercely for this um, business opportunity, and we see customers uh, very interested in this opportunity because it gives them access to innovation and the agility of cloud. The fourth option that customers have is they can move to the SAP S4HANA cloud, which is a SaaS service, which means um, they're moving away from managing infrastructure entirely, and they um, move to a user-based model. So these four considerations are essential to making S4HANA migration a
0: success. Well, thank you, Carl. You started talking about hyperscalers. Now let's talk a little bit more about hyperscale and let's go to Filippo. So what's the role of hyperscale in SAP as for HANA migration?
2: Well, thanks, Tom. Um, if you want to move your SAP workloads to a hyperscale cloud platform, you should consider three main benefits. The first one is efficient IT infrastructure and reduced IT maintenance. Um, Moreover, uh, we have moved from a capex uh, to an OPEX uh, cost model, and the last one is cloud-like user experience and agility. On the other hand, the the challenges will be potentially uh, growing OPEX cost as your SAP data footprint grows as well, skills to operate and optimize the new IT environment and managing the lock-in first. And the last one, understand the cost drivers in the cloud to ensure that the business case stacks up. So as a recommendation, we believe uh, you don't have to look at your cloud decision for SAP workloads in isolation, because it needs to fit into, a, into your strategy to drive operational efficiency. So IDC believes that this role uh, for hyperscaling SAP as forana Ana is a key research topic for us in the next three, four months.
0: Super, thank you, Filippo. Now, interesting point you made around OPEX, CAPEX, and we'll certainly be exploring uh, the the different pricing models and uh, also looking at the the cost and the ROI that's expected as well. But we had some interesting discussions with end users already that are talking about the fact that switching from a CAPEX model to an OPEX model only really is interesting if it saves you money at the end of the day. So, anyway, we'll hear a little bit more about that, but beyond the cost question, What should customers consider in choosing the Hyperscale Cloud Platform,
3: Ashana? Yeah, that's that's a nice um, segue, Tom. And as we heard from Carla and Filippo, Hyperscale Cloud Platform is actually a a very important alternative as an infrastructure for S4 migration. Um, In fact, 29% of organizations we surveyed are already leveraging public cloud um, Hyperscale infrastructure for SAP workloads, and another 15% are planning to use it particularly for S4 migration. So um, as you look at hyperscale cloud platform, there are a few points that customers must consider when they invest or as a checklist they must use before they choose their hyperscale provider. And one of that is the ecosystem. So they need to, customers need to understand the ecosystem how rich the ecosystem around the hyperscale cloud platform that they have chosen does it have the complementary services that help them propel their innovation does it have the pass capabilities that help them build more applications on top of the key applications that they are taking to the cloud the second key consideration are the table stakes like the security performance latency and cost those are important factors and a lot of Hyperscale vendors can claim that they meet all these requirements, but usually we see that enterprises, they have nuanced requirements across each of these table state features. So they need to understand which platform meets their requirements specifically well, and they need to make that choice accordingly. And um, the second, uh, the third aspect is around data migration. Have a data migration blueprint because it's one of the key considerations when moving to the cloud and our research shows that it was one of the top priority that companies are looking at when they're making that migration to a hyperscale platform so have a blueprint understand and plan and prepare for the data migration as a key aspect when you move to the hyperscale cloud and the last one is the technical capabilities so understand more about the technical capabilities the support and services and the slas that you will get when you move to that cloud so that your journey can be smooth and you can carry on business as usual in a new transformed environment.
0: Right. So so thank you for sharing some insights. Now, maybe as a final point, does S4 migration with hyperscalers get the thumbs up? Is this a major opportunity?
1: Yes, I would say absolutely it is. Um, but it needs to fit into the broader um, IT transformation strategy and cloud strategy. It shouldn't be looked at in isolation.
0: Okay, that's great. So it's one of the building blocks potentially, one uh, of the considerations companies should consider, users should consider on their path.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah,
0: but you went through a number of considerations that yeah. they should outside the cost box as well that they should actually look at. Great, thank you so much. We're building out more research, so stay tuned and watch out for more IT insights on the next steps related to your journey to build the intelligent core what it means to work with hyperscalers potentially on your uh, transformation journey and the opportunity that exists uh, for the ecosystem overall. Thank you, Carla, Ashana, Filippo. Great to have you here with us today. Um, And thank you for everyone who's been listening.